Hello and welcome to The Harsh View with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week is David to talk about the win over Livingston in the Scottish Cup, defeat to St Johnston at McDermott Park, we preview St Mirren and Aberdeen and we ask a burning question, will Hearts be playing in Europe next season? How are we this week guys? Very well Ross, how are you? Ah, doing fine, you know, is what it is. Yeah. Getting beat in McDermott Park always happens, you know. We'll, we'll come on to that. Obviously, we've been away for a couple of weeks. Um, so we're going to start talking about the um, Scottish Cup win on penalties against Livingston. Gordon, it was um, a bit of a dull game, um, nil-nil draw. Um, are we lucky to be through? I think dull's putting it lightly. Um, it was an absolute snore fest. Um, yeah, when you win on penalties at any point, uh, you're lucky to be through. Um, and to be honest with you, I thought the, the best of the chances fell to, to Livingston. And um, I thought we were we were quite fortunate, particularly the one in the second half that held the post. It took a little nick on its way through. I was sitting there and I thought, yep, that's in. And we got a little bit lucky. But look, if Hearts go in and win the Cup this season, I mean, they'll vastly need to improve if they're going to. Um, but stranger things have happened. And if they do go on and win the Cup this season, I suppose we'll look on back on, on that game um, as one that, that was huge and and going on to lift the trophy because sometimes you need a little bit of luck in Cup runs, particularly when you aren't playing uh, well. And we're clearly going through a run at the moment that's our toughest of the season. Um, so I suppose to, to grind out um, that win and, and the way I kind of looked at it, um, and this was before St. Johnston came along, I thought to myself, well, you know, it's been a tough run of fixtures, a lot of big, big games, really intense games, and maybe they've just run out of steam a little bit, you know, and I think we're, we're probably just seeing um, the kind of, uh, the, the proof of that and that performance. And what's well, incredible, Livingston, because they're actually a decent side, I think, you know, they've, they've got some good ball players, particularly in the middle of the park, and they're not going to uh, roll over and make it easy for you. Um, and I said at the start of the season they wouldn't go down, uh, they've got a chance of getting top six. So, again, a shrewd prediction by me. Um, and I think you, I think you could you could see that in, in big parts of the game. Um, I thought they, they, they did make it difficult for us. But I just think the intensity wasn't right from Hearts. But, like I say, lucky in the end to get through. But you look back on it as, as maybe it's just the end of a tough run and we've done what was required. But, yeah, the performance was concerned, and then obviously St Johnston come along, and that's made made me even more concerned about it. So, yeah, tough game, job done, but uh, it's certainly not one we'll look back on with a tremendous amount of pride. And it's 120 minutes plus, however long the penalties took, that uh, we're not going to get back. David, were you quite worried for the St Johnston game after watching the Livingston game? Well, Ross, listen. If we'd won every game this season, I'd be uh, I'd be worried going to McDermott Park. Ten games I've been up there, seen zero wins, and I won't be back until the next time. But these games are the type of games uh, that are the banana skins that Hearts fans have seen over the years. Um, and you know, what chance have you got when after 30, 30 seconds, when you barely touch the ball and you can see a goal? Um, and I thought the Livingston game really would have been the wake-up call that Hearts needed because, as, as Gordon mentioned, we've kind of just been, it's been a bit of a slog. I mean, to be fair, Dundee should have been the wake-up call uh, and then Livy really should have been the kick up the, the arse that was on top of that. And it just didn't seem to be the case. We looked like, I've never seen a team in third place that have such a lack of ideas and just 
general know-how on how to get through a game. It's worrying, to say the very least. And uh, it's, But I think it would be foolish for any Hearts fan to say that they didn't see these type of results coming. Um, because there's results that we've been used to, not only over the years, but especially under uh, Robbie's previous tenure um, at Tincastle. Um, so, yeah, very concerning. And, uh, you know, when you look back on the game, you don't really look back on it with uh, uh, many memories of Hearts, you know, being unlucky. Uh, you know, we were a team that kind of got outplayed by uh, a squad of players who looked like they didn't even have their own starting goalie or their centre-half and whatever, and they still managed to outplay us. And listen, we were missing Gordon and Boyce, but we still, let's be honest, we're third place and we've got the third biggest budget in the country. We should be going and beating this lot no matter what, or at least giving them a game, for goodness sake. And we couldn't even do that. Uh, but, I mean, and what annoys me is that everyone keeps saying, oh, you know, difficult place to go, not one there in years. There's a reason for no one in years, because we're crap. Now we're third. We shouldn't be crap. And we're still getting outplayed. So it's a disgrace, really, that the game didn't get... Um, postponed really that would have been a blessing would have saved me some money and uh, would have probably saved my blood pressure um, rising even further but uh, yeah a very disappointing Saturday as is the as we've become accustomed to uh, going up to Perth Gordon the, the manner of the goals we conceded was quite a concern wasn't it listen I think when you concede a goal after 25 seconds you have been naturally concerned um too easy, really too easy, and uh, schoolboy stuff, and they were just up for it, which is disappointing, you know, I mean, listen, anybody can win a football game on their day, but you've ultimately, you've got to have a bit of desire, you've got to have a bit of decent work rate, you've got to do the simple things well, and St. Johnson ultimately were hungrier than us, and that's not acceptable for me, um, and they started quickly, as, as you would expect them to, you know, they're a team that's fighting for their lives, don't give them an opportunity to get a goal within 30 seconds. And um, stupid, stupid way for Hearts to start the game. They got right back into it, 1-1. Uh, created a couple of sort of half chances, but nothing. I mean, Sims obviously misses a, a, a really, really good opportunity. We should do better, but the goalie manages to keep it out. But apart from that, you know, we didn't really, weren't clinical enough. We weren't sort of quick enough in our in our play. And um, again, it was, it was more, it was just like the Livingston game, just a slog, so predictable. Um, and then you know this the second goal again is is criminal. I mean it really is. Uh, they're all just standing there. Uh, McCart's a mile on side, and has all the time in the world to. I mean he could have actually brought it down, and tapped in. I mean that's how much time he had in the middle of the six yard box all by himself. That's not acceptable for me. Um, so again that's got to be looked at. I think certainly the goals that we have given away over the last um probably three weeks, so going back to the Rangers game, you've got to be concerned, and um, I don't know, it's if, if sorry, Toby Sibbick's a kind of confidence player, if Nathaniel Atkinson's a confidence player, but these guys look a little bit like they've um, they've had the stuff and knocked out of them. Started well, and then a couple of results haven't gone their way, and suddenly their heads have went down a little bit. Um, don't agree with giving John Stewart the captaincy either. I thought that was a bit of a kick in the balls to the fans. I mean, yeah, play the guy fine, but don't think he should be given the captain's armband. Um, yeah, just a, a terrible day, day at the office. And um, we didn't even look like we were going to go and get it back to 2 2. But even if we had, it's still a poor uh, a poor result. Uh, you know, we've went and played the bottom two teams in the league, one of them at home, one of them away. You think to yourself, minimum six points. 
show why you're the third best team in the country, go out there and win them. And we've lost both of them, conceding four in the, in the, in the process. And for me, that's, that's an embarrassment. And again, you've got to question the manager on that because his record against you know teams that are that that hard should be beaten in terms of um this season in particular in the league has been poor. Um his, his record against the bottom six has been quite poor. Um we've dropped points to Ross County, we've dropped points to uh St Johnston twice, uh, Dundee twice, um not beating Aberdeen, not beating Hibs. I know they're not in the bottom six, but they're a bottom six club, in my opinion. Um, so you, you you go right through, and it's it's not great reading. You think to yourself, how are we third in the league? Particularly when you're dishing out performances like that. So defensively, schoolboy, that's got to improve. Um, I think there's going to be a change of shape for me. Um, starting games, I, I know he's changed the shape a couple of times when the, the, the game hasn't been going our well, and we've not really... I mean, it's certainly not improved the, the team, but I think to we should be starting games uh, with with a dif- with a different way of playing. I think you know St Johnston again; they just had the extra man in the field, and and Hoiberg and um, Crawford they, they didn't give hearts any time, and um, it it was easy for them at times as well. You know they had they had the freedom in McDermott Park, and um, like I say, when you're you're playing against a team who's bottom of the league and who the, the pressure's on them to go and win. And yes, there's pressure on Hearts to go and win the game, of course. But Hearts have a, a sizable gap in third. There should be a freedom to their to their play at the moment. They should be enjoying playing football. Instead, it just looks like the total the total opposite. Hearts look like the side who's bottom of the league. They look like the team who are who are challenging for Europe, and um, and that is that's hugely concerning. Um, and the character of of this Hearts team is currently being questioned because you look at the running fixtures coming up. St Mirren t- uh, tomorrow is a massive game. And then, of course, we have Aberdeen midweek, and and those those are two massive, massive games that Arsenal got to take six points into going into the Dundee United game the following week. We're playing the teams who are who are just sort of behind us in the league. Arsenal to get beaten all three of those games suddenly. I mean, our our lead could be totally wiped out. Um, so a massive, massive game tomorrow, and and they've got to be better. They've got to be up for it and. The performance ultimately has got to be uh, got to be better. The intensity has got to be better, and I want to see the Hearts team that, that started the season, one who were comfortable on the ball, who were good at, at playing between the lines, who showed no fear when they went into games and were solid. Um, I think we've seen a total polar opposite in the last few weeks, and um, it, it really has to change. David, care to comment on any of? The, the stuff Gordon said? I mean, <clears throat> there's not much more I can add uh, other than the reason we're third is because it seems that every other team behind us is just as equally as incompetent in putting a run of games together. Um, if there was another team who was just ha- uh, a half a decent, uh, had a half decent bit of form um, that wasn't already quite far away in the first place, if Dundee United or Motherwell had, enough, had a, a bit of a bit of bot about them, you could say, and could actually beat teams below them like we can't do, and then the gap could easily be three, four points. And you really are nervous because at one point, what was it, 12 or 13 or something? I mean, God knows when it was that was that. But it just feels like we're getting away with murder, really. Um, and that can't continue. It won't continue. You know, football has a way of uh, you know doing weird and wonderful things, but it can also hurt you in the worst ways possible. And 
you're not going to get away with, with continuously losing games or dropping points against sides uh, who you should be beating. It's not like we're beating teams above us either. It's not like we're taking scalps off the old firm and we're doing anything but. So, and the thing that kind of worries me as well is that, you know, at the start of the season, we were all looking at, you know, this is a side who's uh, scoring goals and can get a decent goal difference, which is something that Hearts sides haven't done in the past. And, and I think sides out with the old firm haven't done in the past. And results recently have just chipped away at that. And the Rangers one was the most damaging, I think, that we can all remember. But, you know, if you're constantly losing two goals a game, you're never going to, you're going to struggle to win. You struggle to get points. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is getting to a point now where things have to change. And I do think the change of shape has to be made, um, especially away from home. I think it's been really evident probably since about September as far as fans have been uh, looking at. There's never really been a game away from home where we've controlled it, especially in the middle of the park. It's usually quite frantic. And I think what's worrying as well is that we don't really have a player who's got an eye for a pass. And I think we really do struggle um, with some sort of creativity. Um, we all know that Benny, Devlin and Harren are, are good footballers. There's no doubt about that. And they're, they're very good at you know, nipping in and pressing and, and, and kind of you know, leading from the back. But we don't have someone in a number 10 or someone who can take the ball on the turn and slip somebody in. And, that's, um, it, and it seems that we do try and play through the middle sometimes as well. And you know, when you don't have players like that, you are going to struggle. So it is really concerning that we are, it doesn't seem to be that the, the, the coaching staff or, or anything are kind of learning from their previous lessons that they've been dished out to them. Um, and, you know, we've heard Nielsen say in the past, especially in the old firm games, that he's learned his lesson. And then the next old firm comes around the corner and it's clear that he hasn't. And the worry is that he'll still be as stubborn um, as he has been in the past, it took him, what, seven months in the championship to finally change system and it worked, but pretty much as the league was already over. Um, and you worry that, you know, it could be until we're, we're down in fourth before he decides to make a change and by then it could be too late. So it's concerning. We're lucky that there's, what, only, what, maybe 10, 11 games left in this season. And uh, if we can get to the split in a good enough position, then we'll probably be okay. But you know, you've got to navigate through the next six games. And as Gordon's alluded to, these are not easy games coming up. It's games that you can already, I think Hearts fans can see, especially the next two away ones in St. Mirren and Dundee United. If Hearts came away with zero points, you'd be raging, but not surprised. Um, and Aberdeen at home, you know, it's a team we've not beaten this season. Uh, you know, they've got a new manager. They'll probably be up for the fight. You know, they've, they've sold out against uh, Dundee United tomorrow. Uh, and they'll probably be looking to, to, to stake their claim in the team under, under the new regime, under Goodwin. So these are not going to be easy. Uh, and, you know, I'm too perfectly honest with you, I'm, I'm quite concerned uh, about the, the three games in the next seven days. We'll talk a wee bit later about um, the manager and um, if we will qualify for Europe this season. I mean, fourth um, obviously gets into Europe, but we want to keep third. But we'll chat a wee bit about a team that have also got an, another new manager. I mean, we've got two new managers in a row coming up. St Mirren um, tomorrow, Gordon. What do you expect from them under Stephen Robinson? Probably about the sort of same as, as what they were under June Goodwin. I think he's an experienced boss. He knows the uh, the league well. And I expect it to be a tough game. Uh, you know, we've beaten them twice already, so there's no reason why we can't go and beat them again. Um, I think that, just briefly on what David had said there, that um, the, the team's below us. Um, the, I think the reason why we're so clear in third is because you look at every week, the teams directly below us all seem to be playing each other, and they all just take points off each other, and I think that's what's allowed us to to kind of gallop in front. And we've missed an absolute trick recently with our fixtures, and now we're playing the teams that are all around about us now. So 
I think it's inevitable that we are probably going to drop points in this period. But the important thing is that we come at least away with, with I mean, the next three tough games, but I want at least seven points. Um, I think is for me, anything less than that is a disaster. Um, four wouldn't be the end of the world, but again, it depends on how the teams do, uh, so the teams are directly below us. You look at this weekend's fixtures, you know, we've got St Mirren away, who are not that far behind us, we can increase the gap on them, great. Dundee United are playing Aberdeen, two sides as well that are not that far behind us either, one of them's going to drop points. Hibs are playing Celtic. So you 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 look at that kind of that group and you think to yourself, Hearts get three points this week, they all drop points, and suddenly things are a little bit more rosier again. Um, so that's how I think vital a game this is going to be. They'll naturally have the new manager bounce, I think. But Hearts have got to be right up for it for the start. And I really hope that they've had a bullet up the arse because they'll need it. And because listen, St. Mirren will start this game quickly. They'll be wanting to impress their new manager. They'll probably have a decent crowd, I would imagine. I'm quite gutted that their game during the week got postponed because that would have been a, a decent insight to see how um, he's going to set them up. Um, but I don't think he'll change too much from uh, from the way uh, Goodwin had them playing. But listen, they've, they've got a guy in Jordan Jones who's in form right now, knows the league, and he was someone who I said all during the summer that Hart should be in for. Um, and he's I thought it was a really, really, really good bit of business from St Mirren. And I think... You look through their team and, and they're a decent side. They'll be a difficult team to, to beat, um, particularly away from home. So we've got to be up for it. Um, like I say, it's all about the intensity, making sure we start the game right. And uh, if we can get an early goal, brilliant. But the last thing that we can do is give them a lead because I honestly think if St Mirren go ahead, Hearts won't be coming back. David, do you share Gordon's concerns about the game tomorrow? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean... I mentioned obviously just before that I'm just generally quite nervous about these games coming up and you know I think the one, the, the one thing that I will say is that if Hearts do have a similar start to the last kind of two three away games um, you know the fans will absolutely make th- their their opinions heard to, to, the, to the players and they won't be able to to kind of ignore them especially if we concede an early goal I mean that really would spell disaster and I actually wouldn't see us coming back from it because St Mirren are a lot better than St Johnston are uh, you know, I think it shows you that the, 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 the kind of the split between what ninth and fourth is about three points at the moment. So they know how big a result that is, especially the, the fact that they want to push for, for top six. Uh, and obviously, like, like on, you know, new manager bounce, they want to impress. You know, I think the fans will come out for once in Paisley. There'll be a half decent crowd there and a half decent atmosphere. So, and it's a place that, you know, I mean, you could probably see this but every ground in the league, but it's a place we've not really done well in especially in, in, in recent history anyway. So I know we, we won there earlier on in the season, but, you know, we were, we were actually playing well there and there was only, what, a thousand fans there. Um, so I can't imagine it was a, a tough place to go at the time. But yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I'm looking forward to the date in Glasgow. That's about it. The game will be a part, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the sideshow to it. Um, I, it Really, obviously, it's good to know that we'll have at least Craig Gordon back and go, you know, a man who could literally get you out of jail uh, and has done probably in every game at some point this season. Um, but what we can't do is the same mistakes we've kind of made since January, and it's trying to shoehorn in uh, some players into a system that it doesn't work to do so. Um, and we know, this, as, as I obviously mentioned earlier, we know Robbie's quite a stubborn man when it comes to these things. Um, you do want, And I think it is time to shake things up and, and change it about uh, and give St. Mary a, dis- a different look, because I think it's now kids like where teams have found out how to play against this Hearts team. Um, especially on the you know the evidence we've we've had since kind of the turn of the year, 
even wins we've had, we've kind of struggled our way through them. Um, and there's only really been two to choose from in the league. So, yeah, it's um, it's definitely not, uh, you know, a game that I'm, I'm exactly bouncing on the train <laughs> on the way through for. Um, but yeah, if if we can, re- you know what, if we got out there with a one nil and it was a it was a snatch and grab, you know, you're absolutely delighted because I think it's maybe something that we just need, uh, you know, a team that's not playing well just needs to get a result somehow. You know, I'm not expecting us to go there and, and pass them off the park and put in this scintillating performance, but uh, you know, if we if you can match the energy and if you can even better it, that they'll they'll bring in work rate. You know, that's all you kind of really need to do, and uh, you know, and, re- and a result will come from that. So. Yeah, I think that's the, the two things that are key um, if we've got any chance of getting a, a result on uh, on Saturday. And I know that we, we have a bigger and better squad than them on paper, but, you know, at the end of the day, that doesn't really matter in this league because as we've kind of alluded to, anyone has, can and will take points off any other team in this league. So you kind of have to, to, to kind of forget that side of things and go with what's on the park. And if you can just work harder um, and work a little bit smarter, then, you know, I'd like to think that if we do that, we'll come out the result. But I feel like, to be honest, I'm uh, more in hope than expectation, um, to be quite frank. Obviously, we've got Aberdeen coming up um, at Tancastle on Wednesday as well. Um, a team, we, as we've alluded to, we've not beat this season, Gordon. They've got a new manager too. What do you expect from that one? don't know. Honestly, don't know. Um, to be honest with you, I think the the first game of the season against Aberdeen, first game with a full crowd back, all the expectation was there. And I just remember being pissed off um, that we didn't win the game. I don't think we'd done enough to win the game. I don't think Aberdeen done enough to win the game. Um, but they were there for the taking that day. I mean, I was about to say that, Gordon, you pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't happen very often, does it? Um and then this, listen, the away game was a joke and all. Um, first half we were fine, but weren't didn't really do anything special. But we were winning one 0 and then they changed their tactics and totally battered us in that that second half. And um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Goodwin has them set up. And I think Aberdeen have got a very strong midfield, but you know they're a bit powder puff at the back. Can be a bit lightweight up front, although the boy Ramirez has scored a tremendous amount of goals. I'd fancy them to beat Dundee United tomorrow. Um, so I expect them to be having a, a bit of a bounce about them. They'll want to come down to Tincastle and get themselves right back in the race for, for Europe. So I uh, expect it to be a, a, a very tough game. But Hearts-Aberdeen games under the lights should be tasty. So for me, it's, it's a big game for Hearts. And I expect them to um, to treat it as a big game and, and be up for it and, and get a big three points. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, like I say, you know, that it could go either way, but I think if Hearts can get a result tomorrow, then that'll give them a bit of a bounce going into the Aberdeen game, because if Hearts can get six points out of the, the next two games, for me, it changes the momentum suddenly again, and um, the, the the feel-good's kind of back, because like I say, you know, Hearts have got a, a tough run coming up, but they're all, it's a winnable tough run, and then at the same time, it's a losable tough run. So, this will make or break, I think, our season now. Um, uh, listen, because I was thinking about it just there when David was talking, I was like, when was the last time we actually won away from home? And it was Dundee, obviously. But then before that, when did we last win away from home? And I think I'm counting all the way back to, um, is it Dundee United? Surely couldn't have been. 
Sure, I don't, I don't, only two away wins with fans this season haven't been to the, the Dundee clubs. Am I right? I mean, I know we beat St. Mirren away, obviously, but there was no fans there. Yeah. Livingston as well. Livingston as well, right. So, for me, you know, Nielsen's talking about how we need to improve the away record and all this crap, but it's, it's not really, has it? Let's be honest. Um, so, going away tomorrow and winning is, is hugely important. Um they need to give they need to give fan the fans something back a bit of encouragement, um something to look forward to again. You know we're all I mean listen you see what happens when Hearts, um play some really nice football and, and are winning games the fans will come in back on the hill, but they're not going to come every week and watch that crap especially last last Saturday, um so I expect a much better performance in, in both games, um I don't know what sort of crowd we'll get on Wednesday against Aberdeen but they always usually are good atmospheres with Aberdeen hopefully they'll bring bring a decent crowd down and normally do um, although I've seen their crowd at Motherwell famous Aberdeen I think they only had about 12 so who knows but yeah it should be good should be um, two good games to look forward to and then obviously Dundee United away as well so three really good games um, in the race for Europe for us um, but let's hope that you know we can we can improve uh, and we've got a lot of improvement to do players coming back as, as David says there Gordon will be back um, boy should be back. Hopefully, he's. He, I think he's got a lot to kind of improve uh, on over the last few weeks. But you know, he's a top player, and I think he should. He should still be aiming for twenty goals this season because it's still within his reach. Um, I think there's others in that team as well that have got a lot to prove and that are playing for their futures. Because, like I say, group group stage football is, is a real opportunity for Hearts this season. Um, so we'll naturally need a bigger squad, and of course, we'll add more quality, but. For these guys now, it's all about making sure that they stay in the team. Because I think the the decent enough thing about Hearts is that um, we're not handing out four or five year contracts to players anymore. So at least if they aren't cutting the mustard, we can bin these guys. Um, and I think there's a few of them in there that that aren't quite good enough to play for Hearts. I think that's been seen over the last few kind of um, weeks and even months. So we'll, we'll naturally need to bring in. Um, four or five. I'd like. I'd like to see a few of the youngsters coming to the team. To be honest, you know, I think um, certainly in the middle of the park. I think, you know, maybe Pollock should get should get a couple of games. See how he does. He's done all right at the start of the season. I thought looked looked, looked fine. So, um, Mac and F. I, I think, you know, listen, he's had one start and however long, and it was at Ibrox, and he was played in the wing, clearly out of position. So. You know, nobody can judge him over that game by, you know, I've heard a few people say, oh, McInerney's crap. No, listen, if you play him in his position, he'll be an effective player. Um, so hopefully he can come on and uh, he never really might start. I, th- I think Nielsen's got to change it around tomorrow. I think he's he, he's got to put, um, going to gonna select a different team. And it's the same for Wednesday as well. He'll, he'll have to um, find a different way of playing because Aberdeen are, are very strong in the middle of the park. I don't think we can afford to just have um, to play a three-four-three there, I, I think they would overrun us. So, um, I think maybe looking at um, even a, a four-two-three-one or something, and maybe going with that and, and see how we do. Um, so, that, that's what you want from your manager, really. You want them to kind of have that ability to change the team round and have different ways of playing. Um, we're not Barcelona. We don't have to have a, a fingerprint on how we play. Um, there's nothing in our DNA. It's just heart should play 3-4-3 three, three every week and that's the Hearts way. The Hearts way is going to be winning and um, 
you know, and if this, if if the current manager doesn't deliver third, he's got to go. It's only taken us um, taking about half an hour to to get to Robbie's got to go. Um, we we'll might be chatting. No, I didn't. I didn't say I wanted him out. Now I said if. Yeah, if, if it doesn't. But I I expect I still expect Hearts to go in and finish third. I, I still do. I know it's a bit of a glum podcast, but I generally do think Hearts will still want to go on and do it. Um, hopefully with a Scottish Cup as well. And, you know, we can praise Robbie's feet, but do I think it's going to happen? No. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. We are nine clear. We have got a, a busy run, a, 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 you know, good teams in this this next run. And then obviously, hopefully we'll be in the top six unless it, it gets really, really bad. What if we don't get third? Maybe we finish fourth. Not acceptable. It's not acceptable for the gap that we have. It's just it's not acceptable, and particularly because who's going to finish above you? Probably Hibs. I don't think it'll be Dundee United too inconsistent. The fish below Hibs. That's not acceptable. It's pathetic actually. It's sackable offence. Um, listen, we'll see how we do in the cup. Hopefully, we can get to the final. Um, and if it's against one of the old firm and we've already secured third, then. We'll see what happens. Um, but parts have got to be in the groups next season. And they, they better not take it away from me. And now I've had 10 years of pain. 10 years of pain, right? And I want my group stage football. See the amount of dumps that we've had to go to watching hearts get beat at. I'm sick of it, Ross. I've had enough, right? And I want to be sunning it up in some random European city with my bucket hat on and a beer and looking forward to, you know, and a beautiful kind of, uh, autumn's evening in, in, I don't know, in Madrid or somewhere, I can. But some European capital drinking, having a nice wee sing-song and watching group stage football. And if they take that away from me, that's it. I've had enough. Very passionate, Gordon. I mean, the reality is, David, we could end up in the Conference League playing uh, a team from Cardiff. <laughs> yeah. Be funny as well because we're going down. Could possibly be going down to Cardiff for the Scotland games. So the last thing you want to go down is once in a year, let alone twice in six months. So that really would be a kick in the balls. Um, yeah, I do agree with Jordan. I do think that if we do not finish third, it would be you know one of the biggest bottle jobs that I would have seen in a while. Um, <clears throat> and you know, people who still Europe though, oh, fuck the Conference League, because you know that we'll just bottle it in the third qualifying round instead of in the group stages. And I'm fine with missing out in the group stages, not getting through. Because at least we'll get six European games and some money out of it. So, no, and by the way, I'd agree with Gordon. I, I want third because I want the Europa League. I want my big glamour ties. I'm sick of it. I want my big glamour ties away. But even then, I mean, listen, we finish third and then we get the we get the, the group state, uh, we get the playoff for the Europa League. Yeah. That's guaranteed a big tasty tie anyway. But exactly, if we get yeah. that, we're going to the Conference League groups and I'm fine with that as well, well because well, that'll that, be a really good trip. Well, that's what I'm just saying, you know. I I don't want to be... When folks say fourth is still Europe, but it's not because it's the qualifying rounds. And Aye. let's be honest, I'll no Scottish team has a good... Out of this, well, judging on this season, the last no Scottish club's got a good record in the qualifying rounds yeah. of the, the Conference League. So I don't want to be taking that chance. Like you say, if we finish third and we win the Cup, or if the old firm win the Cup, then, you know, third gets uh, the, the Europa League playoff and you're guaranteed group stage football, which guarantees you, I think, €3 million Euros in yeah. prize money no matter what. So that can only help from a financial perspective too. Attracts uh, better players to the club as well. Tracks of course it does, mate. Of course it does. You know, it's all very good and well. So you know, you know, like for example, clubs like Aberdeen, they talk about how they always qualify for Europe every season, but they don't. 
because they only qualify for the qualifying rounds and they get papped out before the group stages. That's not attractive to anyone. If you can guarantee to a player in July, right, we've got group stage football coming up. We just don't know if it's going to be in the Europa League or the Conference League. They'll go, oh, group stage European football. Thank you. Sign me up. I'll take the contract. Thank you. So, yeah, it, it, it helps in a whole multitude of factors, not just for, you know, the fact that for money, it's for transfers, for, you know, um, you know, it gives you almost like a bit of commerciality um, that you don't have when you don't qualify for Europe. It gives fans a, a different place to go rather than Peter Heath away in the cup. It gives you, like you say, some uh, mad European city that you've never visited before. So it just it, it's a few good factors as well. You know, we've missed out on Europe for so long and we've seen other clubs get, get into them, albeit not to the group stages. You know, we'd like to be the first club outside the old firm in God knows how long to reach the group stages of a, of a European competition. Um, and it would be a big... Uh, it'd be an abject failure if we weren't to do that um, to be perfectly honest with you so it's big, big 10, 11 games coming up and a big cup run too you know because Nielsen's record in the cup historically is very very poor you know that's the first time he's ever won back to back cup games in his managerial career um, can he make it back to back to back I'm not so sure uh, but that's another that's another question. Uh, that, that's maybe for next week's show. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 concerning if we don't get there. To be to to put it lightly, but to put it lightly. But yes, I uh, it's it's huge uh, this next week because, like Gordon says, it makes or breaks it. Really, you know, you're either you're either extend the gap a little bit further and you can breathe easy again, or it gets cut down and your arse is going and you're shining yourself. So, yeah. A big we'll seven also, days to come. We'll also need European football to attract our new Japanese superstars anyway. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Can't do it just now with uh, breaking away in the cup. I'm not going... Listen, I, I can't take another group stage <laughs> in the cup. Sorry, I don't want it. Sick it. Can they say it? We're, we're not even, a nor- we're not even uh, not in the north of the country. I know, that's what pisses me off. It's group stage football. Oh, shut up, you clown. It's not real group stage football, is it? Let's be honest with you. It's just, I mean, a group, real group stage football is playing teams twice. And it's the same bloody group every year with a one change in it. One, instead of Cowden Beath one year, we'll play East Fife instead. It's crap. Yeah, Inver- Inverness crap. every year. Inverness oh, at home every hello. year. Our glamour tie. Wraith um, Rovers. We always get Wraith. No, 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 not Wraith and Aegis. Cove. I've had Cove twice. We never get Dunfermline because they're, the su- they're in the southern section. No, no, no we got Dunfermline and Cathro. Mind when they packed us in oh, the last no, day. You're right. No, I'm sure they're, the, they're not in the southern section now, though. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if they changed their mind. Not that. Like Hearts and Hibs going to the north section, you Edinburgh <laughs> City, are in, the, are in the bloody southern section. A pile of shit. It really is. Bad. Ainsley Park's further north than fucking. Aye, <laughs> honestly, uh, no, I'm I'm seeking it. I'm seeking it. I want uh, I want a few species um, <laughs> and friendlies down south as well. Thank you, um, and I want my European away days. And if they take it away from me, uh, I'll probably go insane. That'll be the final. That'll be the final nail in my coffin. I think that'll be it. Two words won't be back. Wait, you'd get banned from Tynecastle, I reckon. <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, listen, I won't even start I, uh, I, I go fund me for a plane. I'll just drive it myself. <laughs> I'm going to board this question then to you both. If we do qualify for the group stages of the, Europe, of, of the Conference League or Europa League, 
Do you trust Robbie Nielsen in that situation? Couldn't give a toss. I'm just looking forward to the bevy sessions. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, Ross, if we got zero points out of the group stages, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. As long as we score. As long as we score. I'll be happy <laughs> yeah. with that. I want European away limbs. That's it. That's it. It's been that long at expectations <laughs> of that low anyway. So. I, I want to be up against the Perspex against some team I've never heard of, getting it right up them. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that we're bored about is not getting a goal back. It's making sure that we make out of the stadium alive. <laughs> yeah, making sure you make out of the country alive. <laughs> uh, always a bonus. But uh, no, listen, uh, Hearts will naturally need to uh, naturally need to improve their squad anyway and add a lot of quality in there. Players who, who can compete in Europe. Because you don't want to just go into these group stages and, and get battered every single um, game another thing that'll happen you know smaller clubs have shown look at Bodo Glimp you know I mean they, you're not trying to tell me they, they've got better a bigger budget than Hearts I mean from what I've seen yesterday against Celtic they have I think three temporary stands or something like that um, so listen if small clubs like that can can go and compete there's no reason why Hearts can't do well in these these competitions I mean there's Rangers going to and, and knocking out Borussia Dortmund over two legs rattling six goals in them. I know we obviously um lost five nil last time we played Rangers, but you know the, the other the other couple of games Hearts have played well against them and competed, got a draw at Ibrox. So um so it proves that Hearts Hearts are a, a decent team. And I think Scott Scottish football is that actually is, is at a decent level at the moment. I think there's a lot of good teams in there. And if we can go and um get ourselves into third, go and get these group stages, the extra uh, extra money that brings into the football club while also improving our own squad, it'll, it'll have the, the club in a really, really good place going forward. So it's hugely important, hugely important. And um, and whether it is the, the Europa League, listen, it would be a miracle for me if Hearts got into the group stages Europa League. But again, it depends on on the, um, the the team you face. You never know, because, I mean, like I say, there's Rangers playing Borussia Dortmund. Who would have thought Rangers would have knocked out Borussia Dortmund over two legs? So Hearts should, should look at the same, whoever they get. Um, I'm not saying the Hearts would beat Borussia Dortmund, but they, you know they might play a, a side where you think Hearts can go there, maybe get a decent away result, and then knock them out at home. Who knows? Um, and if they could get into the group stage of Europa League, that would be incredible. But the Conference League for me is is still a very very good competition for Hearts to be in, and uh, they could get some really good ties out of it. And I think the fans deserve it because uh, for me, there's no other club that's put up with the, the amount of shite over the last ten years as us. And um, and we're due a bit back, and uh, let's hope the the club and the players deliver. You hope that come the end of the season that all this argument was trivial, and that you know it was never in doubt that and that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, you, as Gordon mentioned, you know, the Conference League is a good competition because you look at some of the teams that are there just now. I mean, obviously, Tottenham were got knocked out before the the knockouts, but Roma as well, and and Leicester and all sorts. So you know, and obviously, you know. In the grand scheme, Celtic are a big club to get to the to there too. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, there'd be no no disgrace in not getting to the Europa League and then dropping down into the Conference League. Um, but you know, just imagine the the kind of the exposure that the, the Europa League uh, group stages would get you. But you know, this is this is all in the future because it's relying on a multitude of factors. We've got to finish third, then either ourselves or the old firm play each other in a cup final. So it's yeah, it's a wee bit away, and it's maybe a wee bit premature to be talking about these things but I think you have to you know because it's on the table and I think every club who's I think every club before the start of the season <laughs> would have uh, would have known that 
you know, that third, get, you know, if, if Rangers and Celtic get to the final, which, you know, when you look at the, the squads on paper, it's likely. Uh, and, you know, they we're only two games away from possibly seeing that or us in a, or us in a final, you know, as well. The third place does get you um, such a, a, you know, such a good place in Europe. Um, so, and it's massive, the difference between that and between the, the you know, the fourth place spot and below. So, yeah, it, it really is huge. Uh, and it, it really does give you a different fuel factor because, it's, like we said, it's very good and well getting to the qualifying um, rounds. But, you know, at the end of the day, more often than not, you get papped out before you're in the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I think it's uh, we are maybe preempting everything, but yes, it's uh, a wee way to go. But I think you dare to dream. Fiddle out. Predictions for uh, the two games coming up: four nil Saint Mirren, nil nil. No, uh, I'll say one all at Saint Mirren Park. Or whatever the hell it's called now, and uh, I'll say against Aberdeen, I'll say two-one Hearts because Aberdeen usually shit the bed down here. Some matter nil Hearts one late goal limbs, and yeah. um, and then <laughs> then Hearts two Aberdeen one. Oh, hi. What do you say, Ross? I, I think we'll we'll draw against Saint Mirren one-one. And I actually think, I actually think we'll we'll draw against Aberdeen as well. Nah, not good enough. They must walk. I, 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 I just don't, I just think we're in such a bad run. I, I don't think I'm, I, I know I'm being maybe a wee bit too realistic. I, I, I remember that happened under Levine. We were in such a bad run, and Aberdeen came to town and we beat them. So, you know, yeah. they are a good team to play if you're struggling. I guess. Yeah, yeah. and that was yeah, my we <laughs> Still got a point against him. <laughs> I don't know. Get him out, Shannon. <laughs> it's a good result. I think I think a good result would be a win against Aberdeen. Oh, yeah, it is. A draw wouldn't be. No. No. Nah, no, I, I think I think we'll be Aberdeen to be honest. I think we'll take care of them. Um just with us being at home. But tomorrow is uh, is a huge one. Obviously Dundee United as well is a there's a huge one after that as well, Gordon. I'd assume there'll be a lot of Hearts fans there, though. Well, I hope so, yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll fill the end like we did last time. You know, we can go there and... and, and... I remember going to Dundee United once, and it was around about March time, um, when we finished third under Laszlo, we beat them 1-0. And I just remember that being a massive, massive result. And, um, and it's almost set up for a similar game. I think it's all about going there and winning. So, Parts can get nine points in the next three games. I think they're on their way. Um, but let's be honest with you, that won't happen because it's Hearts. And the way we're playing at the moment doesn't fill me with a, a tremendous amount of optimism. But Hearts know that they, you know, they've got the players to turn it on and certainly improve. So, hopefully, that'll be the case. Well, hopefully, that will be the case. Thank you both for joining me this week. Um, yeah, hopefully, we get um, wins over St. Mirren and Aberdeen to extend our lead in third. Until next week, goodbye. <laughs>